Hey guys, so before we get started with this very special Nagi no Oscar episode, Nick uh, had some interesting ways to uh, pronounce some things that he wanted thrown in here, and because I'm too lazy to edit them into the middle of sentences, well, here you have the master block of that. Have fun. We're like P-anus works. We're like P-anus works. <laughs> P-anus works. P-anus works. Penis works. More like Nagi no Asakara. <laughs> More like Nagi Asu. You know what I'm saying, dude? I banger. More like Nagi Asu. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast. I am Mac, and with me, I have the trollish yet hysterical Nick. How about a kiss? Wah! I'm the knee yep, fish. That sums it up. I'm the knee that fish, guys. <laughs> and of course, we have everybody's favorite anime summit podcaster. Hello. <coughs> Al, that kind of hurt to do, actually. <clears throat> have some more Kavif, Mac. Wash it down. <laughs> Let me wash that down with some more Kofif. Mm. Oh, you just like Kofi jizz right yourself a little bit, Mac. <laughs> I did. I did a little bit. But anyways, uh, so yeah, for this episode, we've hinted it a lot in the Discord. Hint, hint, wink, wink. I tried to get everybody to watch this before we did this episode because it's going to be really spoiler heavy. But our topic for today is Nagino Asukara. A Lull in the Seas. Uh, basically, it's a show that I said, hey, you guys haven't seen this yet. You guys need to watch it. And so we did. So that's what's going to be the main topic for the day. But before we get going too much into that, we've got to do our normal news uh, news segment with our uh, our uh, news anchor, Nick, who, uh, who does the news. Uh, did somebody give me a fucking soundbite cue? News. We really need some goddamn sound bites on this show. <laughs> Got to insert that. Anyway, yeah, so in tonight's evening news, we got first piece of news, big one. Anime News Network was hacked. Um, basically, some hacker got the like lead of ANN's cell phone. They, they like used identity fraud and, and tactics to get his backup info off of his cell phone number. And his like his company fucked up, and they just gave all that info to him. So they got control of the Twitter and the domain, and so ANN had to like shut down their stuff and remake it. So now it's AnimeNewsNetwork.cc until further notice. So yeah, um, yeah, you gotta be gotta be more smart about that that cybersecurity. Um, you also, know, I was actually the company fucked up by giving the, the hacker that info. <laughs> yeah. 
Jeez. So uh, just saying, though, you know, I was reading an article the other day about cybersecurity, about how it's not good to change your passwords every, what, six months or something because it actually makes you more vulnerable because that leads to people writing the passwords down because they can't remember it because they have to change your passwords every six months. And it's really stupid. You know what I'm saying? That actually makes a lot of sense. Oh, uh, like, well, it makes it in the analog world. It's more vulnerable fact, if you write it fact, down. I think I think the the guy who originally came up with the whole password protection shit said that uh, actually throwing in a lot of crazy characters doesn't really help uh, your security. He said the best thing to do is type in a phrase or something. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. There's a lot of strategies you can use. You can do the I forgot the word for it, but you like you take the first letter of a whole bunch of words, put them into a password. You know, you can use like the leet speak with like numbers in place of letters, that type of thing. It gets crazy. Um but yeah. So or in you other can just words, do one, two, make, three, four. Make you your know. yeah. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> it's like space you balls. Can, you can take that yeah, space balls. <laughs> God, the movie's great. I have to watch that again. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. That's what some idiot would have on their luggage. Yeah. <laughs> I love that shit. Oh, anyway, man. yeah, so... Um, Cybersecurity. Always yeah. be aware, guys. Anime News Always Network. be aware. So th- I think they have like a new Twitter handle. It's just something different. There, we'll link in the show notes. Um, yeah, that's that kind of a big deal. So it was funny because like the link I had in our show sheet... Was anime news was from uh, animenewsnetwork.com and <laughs> it, it didn't load. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I have to change that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was Oops. pretty funny. So yeah, the second piece of news is Team Four Star is dubbing official anime now. They announced it, uh, around, I believe, at Otakon or around that time. Um, from uh, let's see, Disco Tech Media, I believe, had the tweet and. They haven't announced like what shows or staff are going to be on it yet, but you know, if you like Team Four Star, then definitely check out see, whatever what, they're going to dub. What I, mean, I want to know: Bridge, Yu-Gi-Oh Bridge, Hellsinger Bridge. I want to see them do something akin to Ghost Stories. That's what I want to see. Yeah, just let them go nuts. <laughs> but Vegeta, tricks are for kids. <laughs> <laughs> Just do, just do a whole show of outtakes. Like that's all they need. Like let them let them improvise. Listen up, maggots. Popo's about to teach you guys the pecking order. <laughs> Goes you, the dirt, the worms in the dirt, Popo's stool, Kami, then Popo. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I love that shit, man. <laughs> Have a nice climb oh, back up. My favorite bitch. is still. I can't believe they did Yu-Gi-Oh Bridge because I feel like that maybe those different voices or something. But damn, that was funny. The first lines like this was filmed before a live studio audience in anime. No, no. Whenever they oh, whenever man. they did the episode where they replaced the words Brooke, with vagina. Yeah, vagina. <laughs> Brooklyn Rage. <laughs> this episode was filmed in front of a live studio vagina. <laughs> God damn, <laughs> dude. It's Team Four Big Star brother. though. Big Is brother, it time for my vagina yet? <laughs> <laughs> screw the vagina! I have a vagina. Yeah, screw the vagina! I have a vagina. <laughs> oh man, God, that's against the isn't vagina, this, isn't it? Wait, isn't this a permanent vagina? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because that wasn't even like Team Four Star. It wasn't it? Was just like some other guys. It might have been. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like either way, they they set the stage for it. You know, on the shoulders of giants and everything, right? So. 
Yeah, Team Four Star, you know, one of the biggest, probably the or definitely the biggest um, fan dubbing, uh, or the most famous one anyway. So yeah, yeah, totally. Dude, speaking of dubbing, Nozomi Entertainment launches Kickstarter for Aria the Animation dub, and they're actually about 80% through it already um, after only a few days. I, I have an honest question for you, Crazy. Though, Nick. Because I know how much your penis gets erect for Aria, and I know... That it has a pretty significant yaw factor whenever it does. Oh, yes. Do you think that Aria dubbed would be any good? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> they'd butcher it, dude. They'd be like, they'd get some like 40-year-old out-of-shape woman to voice like a teenager, and it'd just be who ha- like... Who also whoa, happens whoa, whoa. to be a chain smoker. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, I like the raspy voices. I just don't like the throaty, like... Oh, like so you English like the, voices? Oh, like so you shitty. really liked? Uh, yeah. So re- you really liked um, that certain voice from Clannad? Yeah, dub dude. Then, right? It, it would be like Clannad's dub. Like it would just be like that. <laughs> that certain voice. God, I, I blocked that out already. But no, like for real, <laughs> Arya the Arya has a really, really good uh, subcast. And actually, the the sad thing is the one of the characters' voice actors died, so they can't Damn. do any more of a Athena. So it's, uh, I mean, they already they were already done with the series, but she died afterward. But it's like, yeah, dude, that kind of sucks. But if they do the English dub, they can uh, they can go ham if they want. I just hope they pick the right voice actors. Hey, look, I'm not blaming. I wouldn't blame the voice actor for for being bad. It's just it's the fucking you know studio's producer's fault for casting them it's like the, that. They're it, trying yeah, to make a paycheck. Casting. It's the ti- It's it's the casting of the studio that that yeah. comes into question on some of these dubs. And like the whole you know the system like, let's as be a whole. Real. It's like that's how the bad yeah. dubs happens. Like the voice actors, they didn't do anything wrong, right? It's just, you know. Uh, but yeah, they, they just got to. Oh, get... Hey guys, I'm gonna talk like <laughs> yeah, this. Put... Greg yeah. Aries voices the cat. Poi <laughs> poi <Poy>, guys, poi <laughs> poi. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh man. Poi <laughs> poi. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh my Boy. god. Fucking A. Dude, Greg <laughs> oh Aries god. should be every actor. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey guys, don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So anyway, dude, they're killing it right now. Aria, if you haven't seen that yet, check it out. Great fucking show. I've already I've already pitched it a bunch. Best slice of life I've ever seen, so yeah, um, yeah, that's about it for for news. What do we got for the waifu of the week <clears throat> slash best girl? Well, there is there is one more piece of news that we can hear. Oh really yeah, that's quick. right. Um, so this past uh, earlier, or it was last week, um, after we recorded the last episode, some saddening news hit the uh, hit the networks. It's not anime related, but if you're somebody that grew up around country music like I did, it's pretty sad. And that is that uh, Glenn Campbell died. Um, he was 81, and Alzheimer's finally got him. So, um, hey, man, take it easy up there, singing Rhinestone Cowboy and Wichita Lineman. Wichita Lineman's so good. You. Oh, it's such a good song. We'll, s- we'll see you when we see you, buddy. Catch you on the other side. See you, Space Cowboy. I don't know. That's all I got. Um, that was actually really awesome with the way you said that. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I've actually I, I probably I was heard to say what if what if he had seen Cowboy Bebop? That'd dude, be probably sick. his cowboy in the name. GG. GG. 
<laughs> I, I I think I've probably heard some of his stuff. I'll check it out after this. But uh, yeah, you know, I I, I don't so, know country singers by name, but so I googled him. He showed up. He's famous. So wife, wife of the week is obviously got to be from Nagi Noasu, right? Yeah, the girl that Nagi you want to bang of the week, right, Sam? Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to make him uncomfortable. So, so basically, okay, this is how the picks are going to go. So, Nick's going to be a basic bitch and say Monica. Uh, Sam, uh, he'd probably go for Akari. If Quoka was here, he'd probably go for Miona, Miuna in the first 13 episodes. Uh, <laughs> or Sayu. Or Sayu, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, Sayu did have the twin tails, didn't she? Oh, oh. He would definitely go with her, 100%. We've already decided. like, Because remember, he would always say twin tail lowly. And, um, I tell you what, Bull. it's twin tails are good because you can pull on each of them as handlebars. And <laughs> you can adjust the yeah. you can adjust you can adjust based on your y'all. Yeah. See, see. So who are we picking? Just who we got? I mean, it's probably gonna have to be Monica. I mean, really. It's 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 funny because like it's not spelled the way you think. <laughs> it's spelled like the Japanese Monica. Or as I mean, uh, as Akari or as Akira says, Namaka. <laughs> yeah, calls her Namaka because he can't say her name right. Dude, I think that kid had the same voice actor as the kid from Ghost Stories. I was cracking up, up every time he talked. Kanjo. <laughs> yeah, Kanjo. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that shit dude, was so I gotta look funny. this up because the kid. I'm pretty sure he had the same voice actor as as the Ghost Stories kid. I gotta look this up. I gotta look. This up. <laughs> see, see. <laughs> 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 de, de, de. <laughs> Oh such no! A pretty it, doesn't kitty. Not, it doesn't list. It doesn't list the English. Oh, wow! Acronym. Such a pretty kitty. <laughs> oh, here we go. Go home, sillies. <laughs> Mela Lee. All right. So, ghost stories. Oh, it's probably spelled different. God damn it! How do you spell okay, ghost but, stories? But let's be honest here. Let's be honest here, real quick, for waifu of the week. Um, Monica is going to be the easy choice, but I mean, can't we all just agree that pretty much all the main girls are pretty great from this show? You know, there were so many main characters in this show, but they did such a good job of showing all of them off, like, really well. Yeah, like, you felt for all of the main characters. Like, you felt for their desires and, you know, what made them who they are. Yeah. Like, can't we just say all of the main girls are great? I'm down for that. Multiple waifu. Uh, Hottest one... Don't know, man. Probably, probably so, Chisaki, dude. Oh, are you just saying that because she's got the biggest titters? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the purple hair, I can tell her apart. You know, <laughs> I can find her in a crowd. <laughs> oh wait, up oh, there she is. Yep, would she you, fogs would you up just, a mirror real would nice. You, would you just look at that chest deflection on her? Whoa, whoa. When she dressed in her in her school outfit as a adult, how old were they? They were like. 18 or something or no they, they were, were 14 they were 20 ish 19 they were like 14 before the time skip so she was she had to be 19. you know she was 19 charming on tw- 19 or 20 buxom yeah. 19 and then she she crammed herself into that school uniform and it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're, we're giving some real in-depth commentary on this yeah <laughs> so i like to wrap up waifu her, you know of, that's gonna wrap up waifu of the week uh so, going into the main topic, obviously Nagina Oscar. What better way to start this out than basically going over the show summary? 
All right, let's and keep I'm it going tight. To read this. <laughs> let's not let's I'm not going go to full just read this. this. I'm just going to read this verbatim. Okay. Because it actually does a pretty good job. Oh, does Mal actually do a good job for once? It does. It does oh an okay. God. Okay job. So That's a miracle. <laughs> okay, here we go. <clears throat> Long ago, all humans lived in the ocean. But some who longed for the land abandoned the ocean, casting off the special raiments granted to them by the sea god to adapt them to life under the sea. Though mankind was divided into sea dwellers and land dwellers, each with different ways of thinking, they were all still fellow humans, and they continued to maintain contact as time went on. Sakashimi Hakikari, Mukaido Manaka, Hiradaira Chisaki, and Isaki Kaname live in an undersea village, while Kihara Tsumugu lives on land. When these middle schoolers, second-year land and sea dwellers meet for the first time, their hearts begin to undulate like the tides. The youthful fantasy tale of these young people's lives unfolds in a strange and beautiful world. In scene. In All right. scene. See, there we go. That's a summary. That's tight. That's tight stomach right there, Family dude. Nice. Tight butthole. Family <laughs> nice. That's that's a twin-tailed tight stomach right there, know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? So, so normally, yeah. normally when we've done this in the past or whatever, it was always like what the way Koka had set it up was like two people pitch each other's shows, and then we would never watch them. We would just talk about them. And then, then we started doing trades where it'd be like Mac and Nick trade or me and Koka trade or whatever. Then, then we started doing it where it was just like one of us was like, the rest of you guys watch this. And one of us, this one is, of us is this was our first one, wasn't it, like this? Yes. This is the, this this is is the maiden voyage, as it were. <laughs> this is technically a That's way right, better way to scene. do it. That's why I said it. Because it, it, it's like, it gets us to watch it way better than us just going, hey, let's pitch this to each other and see what happens. Like, Because you know what I mean? Yeah, like, now we have one pitcher, yeah. two catchers. And we both yeah, bend over. Pretty much. Um, Doing a trade. Yeah, everything is a dick and ass joke to Nick because he thinks homosex is fine. I just okay. had to just, get that just, one in just there. Put it yeah, in the okay, ass. good just job. Put it, put, it, put it in the ass. Good job. But Thank you. Uh, before we get rolling too much <laughs> with this, uh, now that we have gotten through the summary of it. Yeah, that was, that was the broad not, summary. So. If you have not seen this show, you need to stop right now and go watch it because this is pretty much going to be 100% spoilers from here on out. Because it's going to be a pain in the ass to talk about this show and not hit spoilers. Well, let's, so let's give uh, pretty much from here on out spoilers. Just consider it spoilers. Yeah. Bam. Let's give yeah. some basic info about the show first, like real basic. So you can you can watch it on Crunchyroll. It's by PA Works from the year 2014, 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, Studio PA Works. It is written by Mario Kata, I believe, directed by Toshia Shunihara. And yeah, I mean, it's got who's the animation? Who who's who did the animation character designs on this? Because like, these look familiar to me. I don't know. Oh yeah, theme music. See, we're gonna talk about music a little bit later on. But yeah, we've got to character design. I see key animators. There's a few who did character directors. design. Either way, Mario Kata wrote it. So <laughs> if you like Mario <laughs> yeah. Kata, then definitely check it out. If you don't, then well, you know, we'll we'll get to it. I guess. He directed, yep, so. directed some of the Inuyasha movies. That's kind of cool. Anyway, that was totally random. Sorry. Fucking. <laughs> that, totally so. that, was, that was relevant. That was relevant. <laughs> so, All right, go ahead. Pretty much. Um, I don't really think that we need to go into like an episode, episode kind of flowing uh, review or talking about what happens in yeah, this show. Yeah, you just show. take broad strokes. I think 
I think probably the best way to do this is have each person talk about what they really liked about this show or something that they noticed. I think that would probably be the best way to handle this. I think, Mac, you should start by... Well, maybe not. I don't know. Because I think everyone, all of our listeners, all of our longtime listeners especially, know that you've been wanting us to watch it for a long time. But I mean... Yeah, this is this is the show that got me on this podcast. I guess really quick, you should you could just explain why you wanted us to watch it. All right. I can do that. So, Nagi no Oscar. I wanted them to watch this show because it's a very good example of a show that pretty much does everything right. I mean, you have fantastic backgrounds. I mean, the the artwork is fantastic in this show. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, character designs were really nice and crisp. Maybe maybe a little bit large on the eye moe side of things, but still nice and crisp. Not, music, not quite full clan ad. Not quite full clan ad. <laughs> Pretty close. The music and the OSTs, or in the OST of this show, really, 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 really matched everything that was going on. But probably the biggest thing about this show is the care that the writing took, especially if you go back and you watch it for a second time, you'll notice there are tons and tons and tons of little subtle clues and hints that lead up to the big event that happens in episode 13 that leads into that time skip into the 14th episode and everything changes. But there's so many little things that, like, you just don't pick up on on your first watch. And even more so than that, you've got uh, you've got racial strife in here as well. I mean, it's just, it's a surprisingly complex show that you wouldn't really expect if you just read the synopsis. Because if you go into the first episode of this, you're just going to see it as kind of a basic, oh, this is just a... Oh, he likes her, and she likes him, and blah blah blah. And this is just going to be a sloppy little yeah, love the, the tetrahedron romance. kind of show. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be your basic kind of generic shit. But whenever you actually get into it, Nagino Asukara actually manages its time very, very well. Whenever it comes to the character relationships, all of their uh, all of their drives and everything, what makes them really who they are. This 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 show really takes the time to make you see the uh, see the sides of all these different characters and the cast is actually really big and this is just this is just one of those anime out there that for some reason has flown under a lot of people's radars because not many people talk about it yet at the same time it does a lot of things that more anime should be doing and I don't know why people just don't say hey this show is actually really damn great well, it's ranked mm-hmm. number uh, 245 on Mal, so it's pretty highly ranked. It's not as like... But when's you know, the last time you ever heard anybody other than me mention this show? Um, I think I mostly hear about the show mentioned um, in regard to the backgrounds and I think soundtrack as well. Uh, I, I would say those are like the most striking features of the show to me are the, are the background, like the art style and the, and the soundtrack. But yeah, I mean, if Sam wanted to to chime in, I mean, um, I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna go on, Mike, because I have a lot of stuff to say about it. To be honest with you, but um, uh, whatever, I'll interrupt you then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, good idea. Interrupting uh, Nick says what? Well, I'm gonna let you finish, Sam. But oh wait, I forgot. Go ahead. I'm just kidding. 
Um, <laughs> just do that. But uh, I, honestly, what, for me, <laughs> so everyone knows that I'm like a fucking crier or whatever. So like, bahaha, Sam's a wuss, whatever, crybaby. <laughs> I know. Okay. I, I, no, I was thinking of the the Gaha from uh, yeah. from uh, uh, what's it? <laughs> God, the fucking show from last year. I'm uh, I'm God really I'm really sensitive and and I cry. I've cried at a lot of anime and a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows, whatever. Fuck you. But um, it, at first, like what Max said, like is very true. It does seem like um, it, it does seem like it, it's just like a high school love ww whatever but this show does such a good job of taking the analogy love is like the sea and it it takes that analogy and perfectly executes an explanation of it in 26 episodes with a time skip in the middle of it it's like, like half a time skip and it's because some of the characters it's not the really age. <laughs> see it's not really so. even half a time skip even because it is a proper time skip and the way that they the way that they portray and go into that time skip is really 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 well done it's probably one of the best time skips i've ever seen in a show period there was you know so from episodes one to 13 you're watching these these four main characters these four best friends from the sea go to school on the surface because their school underwater closed down and you know they 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 have this thing on their skin called enna and and they can go on underwater and live underwater like people do on the surface whatever they go to school on the surface and you're thinking oh it's another high school thing whatever but as it goes on things pick up and the endings to each episode start getting more and more like holy crap i gotta click next episode like that's what happened and that's just my personal experience now what i think of the show is i think I don't have really any complaints about it at all. Let's start with like the sound, like the theme songs. I like them all; they're all catchy as fuck. The art style, dude you can't you can't tell me though that you didn't ugly cry on the second OP the first time it hit. Yes, I did. Uh, well, I like maybe. I like both of the I like the OP EDs. A lot maybe I didn't ugly cry, but I was tearing. I was already that, tearing that up. That second that second OP, just the way that that first scene faded into it, it was like. Holy you shit. You were just like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> fuck. What do I do? But, like, um, it, it, the, um, it, there's a lot of main characters in this anime, okay? There's, like, and some of the ones that get introduced that are younger when they get older in the time skip, they're more important. They become more important. And you think you're going to get overwhelmed, but the way it's written and the way it's executed eases you into every major thing that happens. And there is a lot of he loves her and I and she loves him intersecting and triangling all over the place, but it's not like driven into the fucking ground. Like it's not rubbed in your face constantly. It's like it almost seems like it would be, but it's not and it's not confusing. You know who loves who. And those feelings play a lot into, like, the overarching theme of the whole thing, which I think is that love is, like, one of the strongest things. And it used the sea and the relationship between the sea and the surface as an example. And that was just, like, within these four kids and their friends on the surface and their families. And they were, like, the executors of the the explanation, and they did it so well. 
and see if if I can add a little bit of depth into that. Actually, it's more than just the basic feelings of love. It's more of the fact that love heals all rifts. Because whenever you start out at the beginning, you have a lot of this. Um, you have a lot of this animosity, uh, a lot of hatred between the people that live in the live on the land and live in the sea. And even with uh, Hikari, our ma- one of our main characters. I mean, he fucking hates the land people. Yeah, but Hikari as the show everything. goes on, <laughs> yeah, he hates he's, everything. He's that a yeller, is Monica. <laughs> <laughs> he is, but I mean, as as it goes on, though, you kind of see this camaraderie build, and the fact that you know they had to come up from the sea and go to school on the land, kind of is what makes everything in this show possible because you get that uh, that sense of working together, like. Pretty much both the sea people and the land people both depend on what's going to happen in this boat dress ceremony, or at least they they assume that it's going to depend, and it just really helps build this uh, this sense of a uh, friendship between them, which is something that they sorely needed, and um, I think it's just a really good, a really 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 good uh, portrayal of like almost you could say racial strife. There is like there is a theme of prejudice in it, which I kind of they didn't yeah. like force it on you. Like no, it, it isn't forced at all, but it doesn't take a lot of reading in between the lines to see it. Yeah, Here. they kind of were just like, no, this is exactly what. No, it I like. wouldn't call it race. I'd call it more like uh, no, not even about race. Enemies, just sports teams, almost because like they're the same mm, people no, except for the there Anna. was there was definitely no. a theme of prejudice, not racial prejudice, but just. Well, yeah, between. that's why I'm equating it to sports rather than racism, because like I don't, I don't think sports really. Well, fits <laughs> very it's well. not really saying, the word. Well, it's not about sports, but it's like there's it's there's less, racial prejudice and then there's just prejudice. It's, it's prejudice, less violent, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, although sports can be really violent, so never mind. Um, <laughs> both things are bad. So I mean, it's like the thing is like way. they're both the same fucking race except for the Enna. That's the only difference, and they they do and the exact same things. Yeah, that's there what I'm trying like, to say. It's not about race. There it's just is prejudice. one thing about this, though, that I've never seen. Not to say that I've really researched what other people say about this show, because I typically don't whenever I go into something. I like to form my own opinions about it. You can but learn a lot from it's other really people's It's really unique if you too, think so, about yeah. the, uh, the, the sea town. If you think about the rules that govern it, saying that, oh, a girl or a guy can't go up to the up to the land and marry somebody there or else they lose their inner, they're cast out. It kind of it kind of gives a sense that yes, it is a dying society, which is almost kind of like a duality um back in uh Japan with the declining birth rate and everything. Yeah, like the country versus city a little bit. Yes. Um and yeah. it's 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 an interesting little thing that I kind of see in this. It's this show is surprisingly deep whenever you take a look at it. It's not oh, just, just a little, like the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But I'm Nick and I make shitty one. jokes. But just to like just to like bring it back for a second too, like it's if I bring it down just really quick, I just want to say that the backgrounds are tops. Like the there's there's rust on the doors of the buildings, there's there's wear on the sh- the food shelves on at the Saya Mart. It's very shiny. It's very like Who very detailed. Very details, <laughs> little details. I'm a leaf on the wind. The the little Watch stereo the little stereo that Hikari had when he was playing trying to play the song to wake uh, Monica up, you know, that stereo was like old and dented, like they had little yeah. bumps and things yeah. on it. Like 
little things like that. I'm like just wondering how anything worked underneath the ocean. <laughs> that was kind of weird, but yeah, it's a special I mean, suspension. You know, it's technology. That's where suspension it's of disbelief comes yeah, in. It's not a complaint. Yeah, it's um, a fantasy. I mean, it's kind of like. What was I going to say? But, I mean, yeah, this you know, is like going PA into, works at their best animation, really. I would say. Yeah, it's it's not just the backgrounds; it's the animation. Like, yeah, I was getting to that. The Tomoebi scenes come PA up; works. it's phenomenal. Yeah, I was getting to that part next, and the fucking the art style too. I really love. I love that the people from the sea that their eyes are like the base color of their eyes are like an indigo color, and the people on the surface just have like a regular black color like a normal anime character would you know did the okay mm-hmm. question did the did the above grounds or no any of the setting remind you of glass slip at all or is that just me no no i've only seen one episode of glass slip and i'm like oh that town it looks kind of like glass slip. <laughs> that's <laughs> probably just japan where they're modeling it after like you know random japanese town but um yeah anyway yep <laughs> it kind of reminded me of a small town like in fully Cooly, like how that was like a little tiny Footy town but anyway, like, I, I, I love the 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 character growth, the maturity, and I love the I love the story about the sea god, and how it wasn't too confusing. They didn't try and muck it up with all this other crazy shit. It was just like, no, legit, what happened it was that like he loved her and some shit happened. Like, and then they're just like, oh shit, like you know what I mean? Like, and that drastically affects how like the world like matured as these kids and other people matured and it was just like a really good, in my opinion, without speaking too much longer is just one of like the greatest executions of, of just like a story, like straight up, like just a love story, a story about other themes like selflessness and selfishness and the changing of times and how people change with those changing of times. Mutability. Totally agree. A they word. didn't, and they didn't overwhelm you doing all of that either. Like, yeah, because and they kept you grounded with how emotional these characters are. Like, wow, these characters are just like me. Like, I've had heartbreak. I've had, I've been mad. I've been excited to be with my friends, and I've changed when they've changed, and when things around me have changed. You know, like it happens. It's like real shit. You know, and and another really cool thing too about you know as far as the characters are concerned, um. Since since love does play a rather huge part in this anime, mm-hmm. there are some of those characters that you're like, yeah, I know exactly where they're going with this. I know who they're into. And then you have some that you're like, what? Oh, so it you- kinda there's there's enough to kind of put you on the edge of your seat on some of the couples to be but they I don't, guess I can say. But they don't shove it in your face when it happens. Either. Exactly. Like, it's it's, cause, it's very well portrayed and it's very very nicely done. Because this show could have like annoyed people with that, and it might have. But I love romance, okay, and I know when romance in anime annoys the crap out of me. This show very well could have done it, and it, they didn't at all. With how much yeah. like people were into other people who were into other people and all that crazy shit that happened, yeah. it was not confusing. They didn't drive it into the ground or rub it in your face. It was part of everything else, so it, it it painted a bigger picture for you in in guessing what's gonna happen next, and it was just like, oh my god, like yeah, exactly, and 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 with the romance too, um, the show does an excellent job of balancing elements of the romance. You know, you've got this kind of despair, you've got uh, you've got joyous moments, you've got very serious moments, 
and, and just the way that uh, the characters are written throughout all of this and all of the scenes and especially the cinematography in some of the scenes, um, notably that one school that they go back to twice in this show, any scene that happens in that school uh, with Monica is phenomenally done. Like, excellent. Fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Absolutely fantastic. So I'm going to answer Max's question and just, like, let Nick speak the rest of the time here because I've talked enough. But um, Max's question was, like, what was something that we noticed? And something that I noticed that hit me the most, obviously love is, like, the big part, like, a big part of it, but... Um, something that, that stuck out to me the most was when there were times where characters, both in the first half of it and the second half, where they questioned if love was even, like, worth it, if it was worth going through all the pain and the sadness, if it was worth hurting other people when you love someone else, and things like that. And there was always a reason to come back to love. There was always a reason to remember it. And there was always a reason to be like, Nah, it is worth it. You know what I mean? And that, those moments were very powerful to me, and I loved those moments. And it eventually did play a part in the ending, which I loved. So, I honestly, yeah, I'll give my final thoughts like at the end. But that's one something that I noticed that I really loved and really thought was fucking a beautiful moment. Multiple beautiful moments displaying yeah. that. And and I understand completely. Um. It's be the characters seem really real too. Whenever they kind of go into this contemplative sense of, okay, I know how I feel about this one person, but I don't want to damage our friendship, let alone the rest of the group's friendships. You know, you don't want to cause this strife. You don't want to throw a giant monkey wrench into everything. And it's this, it's this sense of you know other characters other than just the one thinking these thoughts that really gives them that sort of really relatable depth that not every other show portrays very well, let alone they don't portray without coming off as extremely melodramatic or sappy or just overbearing, which this show never really does. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's portrayed extremely, extremely well, and the balance between all of the elements that make this show great is pretty much spot on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just like how you said there'd be spoilers, and there's hasn't been any spoilers yet. <laughs> well, I mean, there's things that we've said that have been like there. There have I, I've mentioned the time skip a couple of times, and you yeah, don't want to be spoiled about that's that. Pretty that's vague, that's, that's a pretty great stuff really, about love. I don't I, I, that much it doesn't matter. People should still watch the show before listening to this. But Nick, yeah, yeah, Nick probably gave it six out of ten. Nick probably gave actually. it a seven out of ten. <laughs> no. uh... My score doesn't really matter. Um, what's what matters is that like I'm recognizing that this is not the show for me. I'm not really a huge fan of of Mario Kata's writing style, the way she writes anime. Um, it just feels a little bit sappy to me. And I know that there's like a huge fan base for this. And you know, if if you if you like the the romance anime um genre then definitely check out the show um but the the way that i felt about this was that it it just felt a little bit too um i feel like i've seen it before almost like i feel like this premise it's like yeah they 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 put in some cool 
twists uh, or quirks to it with like the sea people versus the land people. And I did like the part with uh, the Rome, you know, like the forbidden taboo romance between two of the characters. Um, but it just felt like another high school rom or, you know, another middle school, high school romance to me. And it had a similar issue as uh, orange where the characters didn't have quite enough going on. There wasn't quite, it was better than orange. I mean, definitely a lot better than orange, but like the, this is what orange should have been. Yeah. But like even execution wise. Yeah, sort of. But, <laughs> for, but still for me, there wasn't enough um, to, there, there wasn't enough to the characters besides how they felt about each other. Like, I didn't feel like I I knew enough about each character's personality aside from a couple of, of things. And it, it just didn't I didn't I didn't attach to them as much as you guys did. Um And see, I I can perfectly understand where you're coming from though, because the cast is pretty big and they spend it's not that big. A, it's they like spend, half a dozen, but main characters. But still though, for this kind of story though. For this kind of story, yeah, you know they spend a lot of time on on the major plot elements and everything, so I can see where you're coming from because they try and develop all of them, kind of well. Um, at least for me, I could get where they were going with all of the characters, but I can I can definitely recognize that as a valid uh, yeah a valid. Point. The thing is, like this is directed at a younger audience or people. Well, it's like you know, there's the, the overlap of the younger audience and then the audience who likes this genre. And you guys like yeah, the genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 24 years old. Get out of here, old man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, Grandpa. Get out of here, old I'm man. Master Roshi already. But it's like, dude, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm too old for this type of show and I don't like the genre. I guess I'm not, it's, I don't mean it like that. I'm not trying to like throw shade at anybody. But it's no, you that, that, but that makes sense though. Cause like, like at dude, the beginning too, I did these say characters like, I love romance and are, yeah, yeah. Sam, Sam's a big fan of, of what they're trying to do. That's yeah. fine. I just am not like it has a romance has to be more than just that for me. And and they did have some stuff with like the Shio Shishio and like the the what the the doll they had to sacrifice. What's her name? The starts with an O. Uh, ba 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 ba. What's her name? The the fabled lady. Oh, Ofunahiki. There we go. Well, that's the name of the boat drift ceremony in Japanese. The Ofunahiki. Yeah, they had those like shrines to it, and it's mm-hmm. like the sea god, and they were trying to appease it so that they wouldn't, so so that it wouldn't turn into Game of Thrones, basically, <laughs> with like all winter all the time. Um, winter is coming. I like the idea of that, but it just didn't quite feel like they explored the settings enough. Like the the above sea setting was very well animated, had beautiful backgrounds and stuff like that, but the setting itself didn't really um, play a huge role in the show. It's like, oh, they, they just, they you know, they told me that it was cold and it was getting cold. But besides that, it's like, what's, you know, what am I getting see, from the setting? So you're a heartless piece of shit. See, That's fine. See. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. See, I can see, I can see where you're coming from, you know, at least with, uh, with a lot of shows out there, you're going to want to have a concrete setting and everything. But I think the setting was concrete enough, and uh, the contrast between both the both the village in the sea and the village on the land was well enough. You know, I can see where you're coming from as far as, you know, 
specificalities in the settings go. But overall, I'm just comparing. It's it to not the, really. Yeah. It's not really about the setting, though. Yes, but it. Well, yeah, no. But I'm just saying, like in in a in a perfect show, you want all the parts to coalesce together and everything to matter a lot. And the setting to me didn't matter as much. It was mostly about the characters figuring out how to mature and accept change and you know accept love and all that. Which is fine. And speaking speaking of that, this is an excellent coming of age show. Yeah, it's a come. It's basically <laughs> it's basically a coming of age romance story. Like that's what it is. Um, what, what I would have wanted to see personally is the, the the people who who the sea people who fell asleep. I kind of like. I was almost hoping that they wouldn't wake up, or that it would like it would have like more tragedy to it, because it, it ended up turning out like a you know a pretty run of the mill fairy tale type ending. Where you know they all woke up, they all became friends, and I don't know. I feel like at the time, on, which is fine, but it's like I feel like you know. at the time it came out, a lot of people were already kind of doing that tragedy shtick, and this was kind of well, whatever. It does not let that happen. You know. That's just my opinion. No, I mean you're a bitch, but it's fine. Yeah, okay, let's name call. <laughs> just because I don't agree with your anime. No, it's fine. Like the, I'm not. No, see, I'm not saying I'm, the show's I'm, bad. It's just like it's not for me. And yeah, I didn't get as much and, as you guys did, so. You know. And I get I got to give props to you actually. On it has great artwork. It has some good OPs of, and endings. I like instead it, of know. just straight out shitting on it because it's not your type of show. I got to give you props for that. Yeah, because yeah, normally Nick would be like six out of ten, five out of ten. Yeah, he'd just yeah. be like, uh, it was all right. <laughs> it was nah, but no, in all seriousness, you know, now, so you know, and I'm, I'm just like, like looking at my. I'm look. I'm looking at my ratings, you know, on shows. It's like, would I put it above this show? No. Would I put it above? In all seriousness, below this show? No. You know, in all like, seriousness, Nick does. It. Nick does recognize when people have a bias and don't have a bias. So I mean, he himself would know what he likes. You like what you like, but yeah, he can still like, recognize when something is like, you know. I just don't yes, think. Just like he can recognize <laughs> that Sam's favorite anime is Martian Successor Nadesco. Oh my god, it definitely is. <laughs> Mac, we can agree on this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come out of the closet, Sam. <laughs> I'm gay, all right. <laughs> Sam's still trapped in the closet. Yeah, you gotta I'm come out of it. Oh my god. god. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for the for the genre, it does a pretty good job. Uh, I think that's it's fine. But like, look, if you're not really into the genre, you're not gonna, you know. I wouldn't put this in like the anime pantheon of things that everybody has to see if they like anime, you know. Like, but but would you put it at least for people who are fans of this genre? Would you yeah, still if fans put of it PA you know, works, in the if you like the in genre the, in the you know, well above like, average category? If you like this art style? Yeah, well, check it out. Well, not just the art style. Well, no, not yeah, I said style, I said a bunch the, of stuff. The there. execution, yeah. you um, know. Yeah, if you like if you like the the specific thing they're going for, then then give it then give it a watch for sure. But. Um, you know, it, it I, and I, I did laugh at some parts. Like I really liked, I really liked the the, the little kid. Yeah, the fish was funny as fuck. Like it was, <laughs> it was like farting. The girl, Monica's running away. And she's like, ah! I watched this dub by the way, and yeah, the, the dub was the dub was surprisingly good. Actually, this has a good dub. It has uh, Richard Epcar as like one of the, the sea dads. Um, it's got a whole bunch of other talented cast members. Richard I'm, I'm sorry. Boy, I'm sorry. The but, dub cannot beat. I'm sorry. The dub cannot beat the sub because yeah, maybe not. But I, I like the dub because of who voices Monica in the Japanese. The dub was oh Kanahanazawa. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> you, the dub yeah, was you got, surprisingly you got the powerhouse good. that is Kanahanazawa. The dub does come from Monogatari. Oh, she's oh she's Nadako yes. from from Monogatari. Yes, she is. 
Dude, no, <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. Monica, the English Monica, uh, Michelle Ruff, does a great job. Like, she, she's got that, like, Wait, I'm gonna, bubbly I'm gonna need voice. You, I'm going to need you to pronounce her name correctly. Michelle Ruff. <laughs> I don't know. How the <laughs> fuck am I supposed to say <laughs> Dude, She did Luna and Sailor Moon. She did characters in Bleach. Code Geass. Oh, dude, she's in Code Geass. Oh, Is shit. she C2? Wait, what? Hold on a second. She has like I 10 love how we do this every time we're talking about a show and we look up voice actors. We're like, oh wait, no way. Like, how did she? <laughs> she did not do Lelouch because that was John Young Bosch. Like, what are they talking Lelouch? about? Lelouch. Lelouch. Yeah, Lelouch. It's it's initial D. Lechonkla. <laughs> Le double clutch. Lechonkla. I know I recognize her from something. Oh, she did uh, Urumi in uh, GTO. Anyway, I liked the dub. It was good. Um... Yeah, the dub was pretty good, but I watched the rest of it in sub because I was just like, I kind of got annoyed with um, some of with, the voices. With, with Hikari just fucking yelling the whole time? <laughs> yeah, I didn't like... He's like, God, guys! Uh. <laughs> and then Monica's like, Hiki! Hiki! <laughs> just like the whole time. God. My boy, Akira, though, that concho, man, he just, he like walks up to ladies and just pokes them right in the ass. It's classic. Put it in I my mean, ass. that... That is the kid that we all strive oh to be God. whenever we grow up. Just, just whenever just we grow put it up, in somebody's ass. <laughs> yeah. Just put it in the ass. Just put 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 it in the ass. Yeah, yeah, and you know it had some good romance elements. You know the purple hair girl and the the quiet you know, voice guy. You know, I'm, I'm really. You know, I have a feeling. Not doing. I have a feeling that the. Uh, I have a feeling that the uh, the fish that was on Monica's leg and that little boy would be best friends. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and she's like trying to be all sweet to him and she's like thanks for the letter you know and he's like up your butt <laughs> <She> runs away <laughs> dude that kid's the Classic real MVP dude. though Is come real on MVP. so real MVP. what's what's oh, yeah, so we got Kihara, final thoughts Kihara x Chisaki OTP well, my I mean we could OTP. go in the final thoughts we still got a little bit of time uh yeah we're at about 50 minutes ish give or take um it's like Rick and Morty when he turns into a pickle. He's like, yeah, <laughs> just sitting on the table. Pickle Rick. Um, <laughs> what are our thoughts on Pickle Rick? No, uh, I um, you know Asakara, Pickle Rick's ten thoughts. out of ten. Obviously. Oh, so I linked in the show sheet. There's interviews for the uh, from A N N. They interviewed the staff, and those are pretty cool. We can put them in the in the show description or in the show notes. Yeah, they talk about that. like how they decided on the ending and the setting because this was an original series, so they they were kind of like going by the seat of their pants, as you do, and um, <laughs> as you do, <laughs> it's kind of cool to read their thoughts on all those things. So yeah, they. I mean, the I just after, like I just week. like how I just like how Kaname pretty much robbed the cradle at the end of the show. I mean, he kind of did, but he kind of did. Yeah, he like. <laughs> He like by peroxy he did. Like <laughs> she's like five years younger than him, whatever. But then again but then again she isn't because he was asleep. They're the same age, technically, yeah. So whenever yeah, I sleep, I now. stop aging. So GG <laughs> stay free. Though, you know, gotta say, gotta say, the five years later version of her didn't look bad. Here we go. Yeah, would pull her twin tails. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um would put, <laughs> would put it in the Here's my here's my final thought. Uh I think like I said in the beginning, this is a perfect explanation of the analogy love is like the sea. Anyone who's into like Dude, romance, you know what it reminds me of? And I don't know if this is right or not. 
It's my interruption of you. It's my it's my <laughs> my weekly interruption. Sorry, Sam. And now for Nick's weekly interruption. <laughs> so there's we had to study this poem in high school called Mutability by Percy Shelley. Percy Jackson, the Lightning Thief, who was the okay, who was the partner of Mary Shelley, and I I can't for. Yeah, Mary Shelley, who wrote Frankenstein. Anyway, he made, he made this poem called Mutability, and it really reminds me of the show. I don't know if the themes are exactly, you know, one-to-one. I don't think they had that in mind, but <laughs> it's just like, because the ocean is, you know, like, it kind of reminds me of the, of the word. It's like the tendency to change and all that, and it, I don't know. I just thought I'd throw that in there. I just think it's a a good show. I really don't have any complaints about it, really. So, I mean, and I, I enjoyed mean, it. I enjoyed. I mean, obviously there were a couple moments where I was like, "Oh, this is kind of slow," but I mean, that's. I feel like that's most. Yeah, in the middle episode romance animes, you know, like so. I kind of, I don't know, ten out of ten for me, to be honest with you. I mean, I mean, love is like the ocean. Sometimes it's nice and smooth. Sometimes you have beautiful sunrises and sunsets, but at other times you have roaring waves and hurricanes and shit hits the fan. But what matters, what matters is that the sea is always there, just like love is. Yes. (laughs) Now I'm thinking of the big Lebowski (laughs) where they put Donnie's ashes into the ocean. (laughs) Now that I got, now that I got halfway philosophical on something that I just absolutely pulled out of my ass. Not put in my pulled ass. Pulled out of your ass. Pulled pulled out of your ass. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. God, we're really running oh that into the ground. God. We're just beating that dead horse. Just It's so funny, so I'll allow it. <laughs> no. We put your ashes into the bosom of the Pacific Ocean, and it blows them back in their face. Yeah, in the bosom. Let's go bowling, dude. Oh, my God. But um, <laughs> anyway... Uh, on that bombshell. Yeah, final thoughts. Oh, so we should we should pitch real quick where you can find us. Oh, uh, yeah. Twitter, well, Anime let's, Summit. Let's... At Anime underscore Summit. It's underscore, Yeah, you right? know what? We haven't had, like, and maybe we just, I haven't checked, but, like, you should leave us ratings and reviews on iTunes because we love to read them on the show. And uh, join our Discord chat, which I'm going to start putting, like, permanent links on the YouTube, which I think there already is, actually, on the YouTube videos. It's, and it is at discord.animesummit.net. Oh, it's not. There's no underscore. It's just at Anime Summit. Yeah, that's no, all it is. Anime Summit. Um, that's the and then also, please, please subscribe to our extra channel. And give it Link some love. in the show notes. So, like the, I mean, you have you have some awesome alternative high quality content. Like, I'm thinking about recording a video of me weed eating, so you get to see a minute or two of me trying to start a weed eater, and then 30 minutes of. Are you eating <laughs> brownies or what? Like, what do you mean huh. weed eating? Um, <laughs> there's you know gonna there's vlogs. There's gonna be vlogs and let's plays over there. I have a let's play up of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure in the arcade. There's a vlog from when Matt came to fix me and Max cars, and there's just a you bunch of other let's plays cars. that I didn't come up there to fix my car. No, you yeah. no. <laughs> um, to fix me and Nick's car. Well, it was um, mostly for yours, and then while you were while Mac was there, I'm like, oh, might as well. <laughs> oh, you're like GG. Yeah. Um, uh, we, but Quoka, we need to do some. We need to do some let's plays of PUBG. Yeah, player announced battlegrounds. Yeah, please add me on Steam too. You can find that on our Discord. Um, but uh, Quoka's got Let's Plays of For Honor up there and other games. And, uh, yeah. And feel free to, uh, yeah. 
subscribe to Anime Summon Extra, or we like to call it ASEX. A sex. Sexy. A-sex. Sexy time. I have had also, ASEX. Also, if you want to be part of Sam's Waifu Fight Nights for Let's Plays on ASEX, uh, feel free to message me on Discord or uh, on Twitter or at Anime Summit. Do it! Or at Blind Freeman, B-L-I-N-D-F-R-E. Do it. Challenge Blind Freeman to Smash Brothers. Actually, Nick is really good at Smash Brothers. So. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I'm I'm okay. I'm casual. Good, he's he's you know? passable. He's passable. I'm not a pro. I would get stomped in a tournament. <laughs> we I know how too. people are about Smash Brothers. It's like, oh, unless you can fucking wave dash, L cancel, shine, spike, then kill yourself. You know? <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? All you got to do is play Meta Knight, man. Meta Knight? All you got to do is play Pit and just fly forever. I'm talking about <laughs> Melee. Oh, them you're talking mainly. Those cathode oh, rage two TVs We're speaking different languages here. We're talking different languages here. Okay. Dude, Brawl minus is fun. Is fun as fuck though. They make everybody. Now that we have gotten so fun. now that we've gotten sufficiently off topic for our final thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Please, yes, follow have, us on all the. I have been things. Mac, and with me, I have had the wonderful Sam and Nick, and this has been the Nagino Oscara podcast. Y'all take it easy, and remember to sub and leave us some comments and reviews. Love you guys. Bye. (laughs) Wait, Sam, you didn't cough. You were supposed to cough, damn it. No, dude, you can't just force a cough whenever you... Hour of music. <laughs> 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 <laughs>